0: Season 1 may be over, but Miriam Dufour's time in Aquilo is just getting started. So here's a preview of Season 2, beginning April 9th. Pinch me. I extend my right arm in front of Olivia. She looks at my skin covered with red marks from half a dozen other similar requests from earlier that day. Slowly, annoyance in her eyes and her voice, she looks up at my smiling face. Again, honey? Again, I beam. With a deep sigh, Olivia puts her coffee mug down, reaches out, and obliges. Ouch! That hurt! Just doing as ordered, she smiles and goes back to her mug, satisfied with the damage. I rub the spot where she squeezed my skin between her fingers. Olivia has strong hands and I can see she'd been holding back while humoring me so far. This is gonna bruise. Just doing my part to reassure you that you ain't dreaming. It's been a whole month since the last time anything weird has happened in Aquilo. No one else seems to notice the difference, or if they do, they don't seem to care. But me? I'm ready to put up decorations and bake a cake to celebrate the occasion. I just got used to strange stuff being a daily occurrence here. Isn't it kind of relaxing to just have a few boring, uneventful weeks? Mm Mm-hmm. Olivia buries herself back into her mug, sipping and enjoying her coffee instead of putting up with my nonsense. I scan the landscape of my bustling café. The crowd is just how I like it—numerous, but manageable. The early summer weather has everyone spending time outside, building up a thirst and an appetite. Gourmet iced tea and homemade ice cream are in high demand, and I'm making a killing with fresh salads that allow me to experiment with various ingredients and dressings. I have one with spicy breaded Thai chicken that's particularly popular. What about you? I ask, taking a few steps to stand in front of Gulliver. He's also sitting at the counter, right next to the coffee grinder where he likes to hang out. The salads aren't a big success with the man, but the weather hasn't slowed his appetite for coffee and pastries. The more variety, the better. What about me? You must be happy with how normal things are. He shrugs, pushing his mug forward to indicate he's ready for a refill. Of all my patrons, Gulliver is the only one for whom I take out the sugar and cream. What he takes in his coffee is as ever-changing as the weather and as unpredictable as the sea. I've given up ever trying to keep up with it. Aquilo is Aquilo, he explains while I pour him a fresh mug. Spend enough time in and out of this town and weird stuff just washes over you. After a while, strange, normal, it all blends together, you know. The door chimes and I turn towards the newcomers. Fresh customers are always welcome at the Aquilo Cafe, and I've done a good job training myself to greet them with a smile. Pot of coffee in one hand, clean white apron around my neck, I glow with wholesome joy. It's not every day that my disposition is this sunny and my attitude is sweet as pecan pie, but things have been going so well, it seems only fair to let my good mood shine through but scientists and spiritualists will agree on one point. Nature is balance, and fate saw fit to balance the scales. As I looked towards the swinging door of the Akewillow, chimes still dangling above the frame, I met with my mirror opposite. Dressed in black from almost head to toe, she walks into the cafe like a soldier tiptoeing into enemy territory. Her eyes, pale gray and lined with dark eyeliner, dart around the dining room like she's looking for traps. While her steps take her in a direct line towards the register, her gaze never settles on anything for more than a second. The fingers of her right hand are clenched tight over the strap of a messenger bag that runs across her chest. Her shirt, horizontally striped black and white, looks too warm for the weather, and the sweat on her brow just below her jet-black hair supports my opinion. Her look seems lifted right out of a Tim Burton film and feels out of place in a town like Aquilo. I, however, come from Montreal, and I'm not so easily impressed. Besides, I know who the real witch in this establishment is. My smile broadens, and I'm about to ask the newcomer what I can offer her when the entire café seems to gasp in unison. The girl is like a shadow over a cracked sidewalk, and from behind her walks in the sunlight that gives her form. Let me be real for a moment. When I fell in love with Trevor, my last boyfriend, it had a lot to do with his looks. In time, his personality showed itself to be lacking, but he was a beautiful boy. Trev had that rugged, built-in, rebellious demeanor that just made my knees buckle. You could tell just from looking at him that he'd age into one handsome bastard. The man walking into my coffee shop behind the girl in black is kind of like that. Except instead of Trevor's self-assured smirk and confident swagger, he's got the attitude of a guy who doesn't even realize he's got looks that just made an entire coffee shop's worth of customers stop what they were doing. And what they were doing was eating my cooking, so that says something. He has that sort of sheepish smile, like he's apologizing for just being there. He wears black jeans and a white button-up shirt. Nervously, he runs his fingers through his thick black hair after noticing people staring. I can almost hear him say shucks as he does so. I hope they're siblings. I catch myself thinking about these two new arrivals. Jesus, keep it in your pants, Dufour. (laughs) Aquilo is written by J.F. Dubot and narrated and produced by me, Amy Frost. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You have no idea how much it helps. Want to support the show? Buy us a coffee. Visit ko-fi.com slash to donate a cup. While you're waiting for the new season, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the username Aquillo for updates and bonus content.